0: Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: It's our midweek edition of Fantasy Sports today. It is Waiver Wire Wednesday. One big name on the wire for all to claim this week. We'll also get into more fantasy football discussion as well as some baseball. FST starts now.
0: FANTASY SPORTS TODAY
1: And this is Fantasy Sports Today, Craig Mish, along with Joe Pizapia. Happy Wednesday to you as we get through Wednesday and back to another NFL and college football week. In fact, college football games last night and tonight in the MAC. We'll get to that in a little bit. You can follow Joe on Twitter at JoePizapia17. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. We've got the opening drive on deck. I think some one real intriguing name on the waiver wire in Fantasy this week, which... I put a claim in for stupid me, the one who says to go get the guy didn't even get the guy in a couple of leagues. But that's a story for another segment in this one, Joe, particularly an interesting story coming out of baseball yesterday. Before we get back into football, where uh, baseball making headlines and yes, the Houston Astros making headlines again. One of the uh, great news organizations and sports organizations, The Athletic, did a really deep dive column into how the Astros a couple of years ago were stealing signs. How did they get this? How did they realize this? Well, they got a former player on the Astros to go on the record. Mike Fires, former Astros pitcher, of course, Oakland A's, Detroit Tigers. Also, uh, one of the uh, fun Twitter follows, uh, John Boy, who's posted different Yankees videos about what they're saying and even uh, Phillies videos. I remember that funny one with uh, Real Muto at Catcher. And the reliever coming in and him shaking his head, which had nothing to do with the pitcher, by the way. But either way, he posts funny videos. And this one, man, they in the video, Joe, particularly they really exposed the Astros for doing exactly what it said in the athletic article, which is basically having a some sort of garbage can or can and banging on it before different pitches that it was really incredible to watch.
0: Yeah, well, look, this is definitely one of the uh, strangest stories that you're going to see. Uh, Baseball has a long tradition of stealing signs. I mean, that the game has always been who's on second, got to change the signs. I mean, that's part of the game. It's always been about changing signs. And at the end of the day, I always say the same thing. You can know what's coming, you still got to hit. It, okay? And a lot of times, you know, it's only you know, three pitches anyway you got to guess from. But, yes, it's definitely an advantage. The fact that they're using technology, which is, I'm pretty sure, not uh, legal under the rules of Major League Baseball is an issue. And that's what they're going to get dinged on, not stealing signs, but electronically stealing them. That's the problem. And that's the issue. I'm a little shocked here that Mike fires broke the bro code. Did that surprise you that a player went on record and was like, yeah, you know what? And basically he said, a lot of guys are losing gigs and getting shelled over there and he doesn't like it. And uh, I'm kind of curious. He, I guess he liked it. Okay. The, the honor didn't really bother him so much when he was pitching for the Astros. Once he wasn't pitching for the Astros, now all of a sudden it bothers him. It seems like a double standard to me. Are you surprised he broke the bro code?
1: Mm, no, not really. He left the Astros on bad terms. So I think that's mm, kind of what happened. Lover. And, yeah. and by the way, I got to ask, and this is not throwing you under the bus or anything, but did you watch the video that I'm speaking of? No, I,
0: I did not watch the video. Okay, so, I did not yeah, realize it so was a video. I read yeah, the report. Yeah, I read the yeah. report. It wasn't in the video. I mean, the video. was. Yeah, in the report, you're going like. to need Joe to go watch the video. Yeah, <laughs> you're <laughs> going to need to watch yeah, the video because,
1: because the video uh, is better than anything that's and, and again with respect to um, I believe it was Evan Drellick and uh, Ken Rosenthal who wrote the article so let me give him credit uh, with respect to the article it doesn't come close to the video nothing even close the wow. actual video Joe shows Evan Gaddis at the plate shows Danny Farquhar on the mound and before the pitch comes, I'm watching it right now as you're talking. The yeah. beauty of the Internet. Yep. Yeah. Drilling something behind home plate. Farquhar gets pissed, goes to home. They change the signs in order to strike out Gattis. It is incredible that
0: they I mean, somebody must have helped them get that video. I can't imagine that they just found that on their own. But or maybe uh, it was just so easy to find. I mean, maybe that's what it is. And look, I mean, you look at what the Astros have done offensively the last couple of years, it has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, they are one of the top teams in baseball and their record at home in terms of offense has been outstanding, too. But here's the thing, though. You do play 81 games on the road. And last time I checked, when you go look at the split stats, of guys like Bregman, guys like Altuve, guys like Springer, they hit everywhere. So this whole like, oh, no, you know, they shouldn't have won in 2017. I was like, I, you know, you still got the same.
1: Call. it's the same thing as the Patriots. It's the same thing. Patriots are always cheating, trying to get an edge. They got busted for it. Astros look like. They're cheating at time and got got busted for it, but they're still 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 good teams. No, they're still really good teams. But did they cheat
0: last year when they when they beat the Rams?
1: uh, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, they get Mm -hmm. they get uh, coaches kicked off the field all the time before the game. I mean, they're always (laughs) look, they're obviously always trying to get an edge. I mean, if you're going to sit here and tell me the Patriots
0: don't cheat, forget. I mean, I will. I'm here. I'm telling you that everybody's trying to get an edge. Some teams are better at it than others. Right. But Patriots got caught. Patriots did get caught, yeah, so but they also got caught doing something that every team does. They did it. They got caught on the technicality of it, which is also kind of crappy, you know, that when you dig a little deeper into that story and there's some really good reporting on that, the original one with the Rams, basically they go into the story of how and why they were even allowed there in the first place. And the fact is they are. It was the fact of where they were doing it from was not the right thing. And that that ended up becoming the thing that they kind of lynched them on. And don't I don't well, hear anybody to tell talk- me about the deflated balls either. Yeah, that is the did, dumbest. Did, Brady the got suspended from. for that. And that is the dumbest thing in the history of the NFL. He got four games for when other quarterbacks will come out and tell you, well, I like the ball lower. I like the ball higher. Aaron Rodgers legitimately came out when that all happened and said, well, I like the ball overinflated, which is also illegal. (laughs) Like, okay. So wait a minute. So overinflated is okay for Aaron Rodgers because he doesn't win every single Super Bowl, but underinflated is not good for Brady. And then when they took all the balls away and put new balls out there, they outscored the Colts by 30 points. Uh, Come again. Tell me again how that matters. In baseball, it's a little different because you're pitch by pitch basis. That's that's some serious stuff. That that's a huge advantage. I don't know? I don't take I don't
1: take things away from either organization, but you no, gotta, me neither but you gotta establish that they both are
0: you serious. can steal signs. It's baseball. I mean yeah, we played ball, I played ball. Yeah, we no, stole signs. this is this is beyond anything well, it, that we never It's Beyond seen. in the sense that they used electronics, which is against the guidelines. Uh, there's no rule that says you can't steal signs, correct? This does no, no such thing. It does not exist. Joe, if, after we're done with the show, you go watch the video. You're going to I just watch the video. I know. I'm telling you, I get it. I see it. I, I can see the the banging of the I get it. I get the whole thing. But I'm never saying been is, anything
1: like there's never been anything like this before. This Nothing isn't
0: exactly else. high tech either. We're going to beat <laughs> we're going to beat on a trash can. Like it's not exactly like I mean, the no, most, but boom. we've
1: never seen anything like this before. Nothing. Good
0: for them. They figured out a good system. The problem was they figured it out electronically and that's where they went wrong. They went too far. But stealing signs is what baseball is all about. I mean, look at the fact of all the lip reading in the NFL, the guys who have to hold the stupid play calling charts over their mouth when they call play, for God's sakes, because everyone's lip reading. It's crazy what goes on. No, Everybody tries to get an edge. But when you take it too far and get caught, you got you
1: got to be called Uh, out. So what do you do about this? I guess that's the question. Well, I just there's there'll be more. uh, You're not going to vacate a championship. No, no, there'll be just more protection in place moving forward. That's it. Do you find them as an organization? They may lose a pick. They may, I think lose, that's they, may, fair. they may lose a pick. I have a first round pick, man. That would be harsh, but they may lose a pick. Maybe it could be a second round pick, something like that.
0: I agree. I, think I don't think
1: fair. I don't I don't think taking a first round pick away from a, I mean, a major league baseball team is fair in this day and age. I could do uh, two hours on picks and what I know about them and how teams view them. I, don't, I wouldn't do that. Well,
0: anymore. I would. That would be great because I could just sit back and let you talk for two yeah. hours. That's <laughs> yeah,
1: you can't. You can't do that to a baseball team anymore. It's a it, uh, uh, first round draft picks in major league baseball. As trivial as it sounds and as silly as it sounds, oh, it's are, the, huge. are the most coveted piece
0: of, of property that these Yeah, and not only that, but I mean, it's. think about how many picks they took away from the Patriots for the stupid deflate gate, for the stupid ball thing. different different in baseball different in baseball than in football way different and and first round pick in football changes the makeup of an organization just as much as baseball
1: uh yeah but uh the money in baseball is astronomically Mm -hmm. more than it is in football and hence the reason why that is fair right yeah all right coming up next we're gonna hit the opening drive you're listening to fantasy sports today craig mish and joe pizapia with you here on this wednesday we'll dive into some football college uh and baseball as well don't go away
0: Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it... Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Misch and Joe Pisapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents... First play from scrimmage. The opening drive. The first play of the game. From the opening play.
1: And here we go. This is the opening drive on Fantasy Sports Today. If you're looking for Waiver Wire Wednesday, it is, of course, coming up soon. But we got a lot to get to here on the show and a lot of news around baseball, football, basketball. We cover it all on this show, especially as we wind down in the 2019 fantasy football season. We're headed toward the playoffs at this point. Believe it or not, a month from now, we'll be in the fantasy football playoffs. Let's get started with the news that came down late last night. Of course, I reported this a couple days ago that Gabe Kapler was getting serious consideration. And uh, I guess that for some people, there's a difference between actual reporting and opinion because uh, there is a big difference, Joe. And and the reporting said Gabe Kapler uh, had a really good shot to get the manager job. The opinion was no, because I don't like Gabe Kapler. That's that's opinion and fact are two <laughs> different things. I don't know how that was coming off, but that's kind of what was happening is people were like willing Gabe Kapler away from the job. But the reality was he worked with the Dodgers Farhan Zaidi offered him a position with the Dodgers many years ago in the farm. He took it. There was some controversy surrounding, of of course, a sexual assault on their in their farm system. Uh, the Giants did their background, Joe. The Phillies did their background when they hired him, obviously. And now the Giants did their background, too. And relationships are so big in sports, not just in baseball, but everywhere else, that it seemed just kind of obvious that as this was going down that uh, with all the people that Farhan Zaidi interviewed, including four other members of the Dodgers organization, that he was gonna take guys that he liked and he was familiar with, regardless of who the GM wanted in Scott Harrison. So now Gabe Kapler
0: goes from Philly to San Francisco. I was trying really hard to think of like a metaphor for this. And the only thing I could come up with is my parents have a bakery near their house and they get this spectacular uh, Oreo cookies and cream cake. And you know, everybody makes a cookies and cream cake, but not all of them get it right. This one's right. And Bruce Bochy was that cake. It's the stamp. You know it's coming. You know it's good. You know what you're getting. You know it's going to be delicious. And now if I'm a Giants fan, someone just put flan in front of me. And I hate flan. I don't even understand it. It looks weird. I, like flan. I don't like flan. I don't like it at all. I just, I just, the texture's weird. Everything about it is weird to me. And everything about this is weird to me. This has a weird kind of consistency and taste in my mouth. And look, I guess you're right. It's all about relationships. And I think that's just business in general. I mean, you work for a law firm. You work for... You know, i anywhere. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's about relationships. Look at you and me here. It's relationships. That's that's
1: what it is in life. And that's the big, you know, that's what's happening now. And and your kids and my kids are going to school. And and when we went or at least when I went to school, maybe you went you went through a different path to be acting and all that. But when I went to school. It was all about the SAT and it was all about your grade point average. And then in college, it was all about your grade point average. I got to tell you now, when my kids are going to school, I see it completely different. It's basically what do you want to do for a living? And when you get done, who do we know that can help you? I mean, really? I mean, that's
0: that's I kind of well, that's see always it that been that the way. case. They kind of they kind of disguised it in that sense of, oh, well, if you go to school and you get good grades, you'll have a job waiting for yeah, well, you. Yeah, not... But do you know anyone when you get out? That's the whole key. No. Otherwise, and you're working at an ice cream. Right, what room. kind of work ethic do you have? What kind of communication skills do you have? And what kind of problem resolution skills do you have? I mean. Uh, I worked in hotels for a couple of years, and I saw I worked with a lot of people who went to Johnson Wales and a lot of other places with fancy hotel degrees, and I went rocketed past all of them, and I was their boss in a year, and it was only because I could communicate well, and it was that was it. Um, but it's no different in the acting world, my friend. It is. It's even more so. Who you know, what director you work with, is, all this stuff. It's all this is, and you want to work with your friends. I mean, we had one of my friends on last week on the show, Craig DeFrancia. Right? It's it's your friends. It's who you know, and it's about your ability to make relationships. And I'll say this. If, they, if the organization of the Giants really believe that Gabe Kapler can be that guy, then good for them. Um, the problem with the Giants is not going to be the manager situation. The problem with the Giants is they have a farm system right now that is not very appealing. And the Major League talent level is, I would say, below average. And I'm, I'm just trying to be kind. It's just uh, what it is right It's way now. below average.
1: Yeah, It's I, way I below average. The, the, the thing that's going to happen with the Giants for the first time maybe in our like following baseball lifetime over the last 30 years is this is going to be the first year ever that they're not expected to win. This is it. Like This is the first time that they're going into a season Knowing where they're, they're basically going to have to tell that, well, I don't know, the tank is strong, but they've always patched it together with McCutcheon right. and Longoria. They're not doing that this year. This is going to be the first time. So... It's going to be interesting to see because they did have a great run this year with that patchwork that they had, even without Longoria playing. They played very well. They you can it only it do Instagram. that so long.
0: You know, I know that.
1: Like, oh, you got, I, I think that that's the right path, but it's it's one of the hardest mm-hmm. fan bases to sell that on, Joe. San Francisco is one of the big major markets that sells out that park. Oh, I've every been to that every park. It's day. glorious. Yeah. It's a glorious place to very go see a ballgame. Game. Yeah. All right, uh, second down, college football. Rankings came out last night. I like the way they spaced this out. They don't do it on Monday night, they don't interrupt Monday night football. They do it Tuesday. Uh, LSU number one. Ohio Mm -hmm. State, number two. Clemson, number three. Georgia, number four. Alabama, five. Oregon, six. Utah, Minnesota still on the outside looking in with a chance. So, Joe, the way that this plays out is, barring LSU losing, they'll be the number one seed. Uh, Ohio State still has to run through Penn State and Michigan, of course. If they win those, they're number two. Clemson plays no one. They're going to be in. Uh, Georgia is sitting at four georgia will play in the sec championship against lsu if georgia beats lsu joe ohio state goes to one clemson to two georgia to three lsu to four four. alabama out if georgia loses to lsu alabama i think joe jumps back in we're not going to be we can't know for sure on this one but it would seem as though alabama would jump back in with a win over auburn and then Oregon, Utah, and Minnesota on the outside looking in. At least that's how it looks as at this point. We've seen this play out many years ago where the top three teams lost in the last week of the season. That could absolutely happen.
0: Uh, but that's the way it's playing out. So any any difference in opinion for you on this? No, I think I think you nailed it. I, I guess my one question to you is, would it be good in a way for college football to have Alabama out of it this year? Or I don't mean like for the money, for the revenue. I mean, just for the little bit of a change because of the rut of Alabama, Alabama, if, Alabama, world Tide. Uh, no, because if
1: Georgia was to lose to LSU in the SEC championship in December, and alabama was to jump back in you're looking at the rematch joe in the playoff of lsu alabama which would be great i mean I think well that or you get the rematch
0: great... of georgia lsu because wouldn't they be the one in the four two if if uh, alabama let's it, say it, georgia won and they didn't get you know and it Alabama. Could, it,
1: they, they could also put lsu at three two like we don't i don't know that for sure it would appear okay. that way but it, but what's going to happen is there, these teams still have a few more games to play so we'll have to see how it plays i'm with alabama. you
0: i'd rather alabama get in i'd
1: like to see that Especially a great rematch in,
0: in round one. It would be in round one. That's the whole thing. Like That almost feels like the championship right there in a lot it of does, ways. And it, I does, think, but well, it
1: but it's kind of good for me that it's not the championship because you know what? If Alabama beats LSU, then you would look at it and say, well, they beat each other. Why does Alabama get to advance and not LSU, especially with Alabama beating them on a neutral site as opposed to LSU? But either way, uh, I think I would love the rematch. I think it'll be very highly rated. I'm up for it, no doubt. And I got to tell you, Georgia losing to South Carolina – of all the teams on this list, think about it. Oregon's undefeated. Minnesota's undefeated. How is Georgia number four with a loss to South Carolina? You know, it's like almost not fair. So I want Georgia I out. I want them out. Let them lose to, um, well, they play Auburn this week. They could certainly lose. But let uh, let Georgia lose in the SEC championship and be done with it. Uh, the Chicago Bulls last night ended up beating the Knicks. Why is that important? It's not. But they had a rookie <laughs> last night, Joe. Kobe White, he hit seven three-pointers in the fourth quarter, which was yeah. incredible.
0: I mean, that's, that's something awesome. you don't see every day. No, I mean, that's that's the game, though. That's what it is now. It's uh, pull up, shoot a three. I mean, a, when a guy's red hot, uh, you know, in my lifetime, I'll still go to my grave saying Larry Bird's the best three-point shooter I ever saw. Do you have one in your brain when you say three-point shooter who pops up for you? Mm. I mean, I know a lot of people will say Curry now or a lot of people, you know, some other guys not, out there, but. Not not really. Uh, I mean, I used to see Larry be, Bird getting the that corner. leader. I'd have to look, but again, that's that's skewed because when you think about all-time leaders and the, in the points, game has changed. Yeah. The game is so different; like you can't imagine if Larry Bird was just pulling up all the time, just shooting three Like, <laughs> mean, forget it; it's a whole different universe. I just remember him in that corner in the Boston Garden, just hitting threes, just dropping threes like crazy. I remember Dale Ellis was a hell of a three-point shooter too. Yeah, I was the at the
1: the three-point contest in Miami that Bird was in. Oh my god! He, and uh, Pippen was in that
0: one too, actually. Yeah, Scotty was a great perimeter shooter. He really he was one
1: year. All right. uh, Finally, our fourth down uh, airline pilot receives three hundred thousand dollars for a wrongful arrest after being seen naked at the airport. He was spotted in his hotel room overlooking Denver International Airport, given three hundred thousand dollars because he was wrongfully arrested. Uh, Employees saw him apparently touching himself through the 10th floor, but they argue that it's not against the law to be naked
0: inside a hotel room. Joey got three hundred grand out of it. Wait a minute. He was in his own hotel room and people could see him through the glass. That's what you're telling me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's your room. You could do whatever you want. If you want to open the shades, that's up to you. You could be naked man in your own hotel room. I mean, who's not naked in their hotel room? That's the whole point of having a room is to be naked.
1: Yep. Well, there you go. 300 grand, Joe. Nice. You know what to do next time. See
0: you later. I'm going to go check in.
1: That'll do it for the opening drive. We'll grade the second round of fantasy football when we come back after this.
0: Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia.
1: Dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com Optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit dailyroto.com slash dunk to learn more. That's dailyroto.com slash dunk to get 10% off right now. Dailyroto.com is where millionaires are made. Well, yesterday here on the show, we graded the first round of fantasy football. And now it's time to take a look at the second round and give out some grades. Joe and I will go through these and decide where they're grading at this stage of the fantasy football season. Not looking forward, just looking back. Let's start off with somebody who was at the back end of the first round, early second round on the Pittsburgh Steelers, Joe, James Conner, who lost his quarterback at the beginning of the season. There's no doubt that he's been a fantasy football disappointment, Uh, but I would say that he still has done enough to stay active in fantasy. I'd probably give him a C or a C plus.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go C plus. I'm going to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt because I think when he's been on the field and healthy, he's been good. Trouble is missing some time, and the trouble is, When you downgrade a quarterback from Ben Roethlisberger all the way to Mason Rudolph, which is a huge downgrade, you're just missing out on so many scoring opportunities. And that's the problem. That's that's where we end up there. And and you know what? I kind of wonder next year when Roethlisberger is back and healthy, if James Conner will be the guy or if maybe they'll look for somebody maybe better or or if they're just going to go back to that. Well, again, what's your instinct tell you about James Conner? Is he the guy next year in Pittsburgh or is there more competition? I think he's the guy. Yeah,
1: I I think that you got to give him another opportunity. Benny Snell is who they drafted Joe, so I would guess that he would be the backup. And if anything would happen to Connor, they have Snell. They used a pretty high pick on Snell. I don't I don't think that they're doing
0: away with him anytime soon. Uh, did we did we discuss Calv- uh, Dalvin Cook yesterday? I thought mm-hmm. we had nope. him in the first round. No, we nope. didn't. No, wow. we had Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon was a more popular first round pick than Dalvin Cook. Wow. They were That's- first rounds, especially as you got closer and closer. He had that giant. If you remember this, I think it was the third preseason week. I could be wrong. Where Dalvin Cook had like an eighty yard run for a touchdown. And he just flew up into the first round (laughs) that, that next week. Outside of that, pretty much he was a second round pick for the most part. All right. uh, So he's there's nothing else to say except a plus on him. And we move forward. A plus, 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 plus. Like, I don't have any pluses, like however many pluses you can give him. That's plus. Okay. when a guy Uh, wins you a league and is the best, arguably the best running back in football and you don't have to pay first round value, it's through the roof. No doubt. Uh, Nick Chubb on the Browns uh, gets an A,
1: I think. I mean, maybe not an A plus like Dalvin Cook, but he is as solid as any running back in football. It's
0: 100 yards every week. Joe, how does he not get an A? It's Got to get a solid A. Solid A. I mean, you can go A minus just because of some of the fumbles. You can go A minus maybe because maybe you wish the touchdowns were a little higher, but it's an A. I'm not gonna split hairs on this one.
1: Damian Williams of the Chiefs was a second round pick in most leagues. He was an F two weeks ago. And now all of a sudden I think he's I, I'm gonna bring him back up here to uh, to a C because I think that he's done enough with the last couple of weeks if you played
0: him. Uh, I'd have to, you know what? I probably I'd grading him a little too high, but I, I yeah, still you're think, nicer than me. What happened to you? You're like all chipper and and nice today playing jokes on me. You're like you're in a good oh, mood no, today. It's,
1: it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's no, Wednesday. My last so day so off I know.
0: Week. I know what happened. You had that off day yesterday. Yesterday I did, but, the you, but, you, but we had little league last
1: night and lost 10 nothing and got and got and the game was done in 45 minutes. Oh, well, that's why you're happy because
0: you got home early. No, <laughs>
1: So I got home early. You know what I had a chance to do. Okay, later on we'll talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I have a pretty um, good
0: idea what you watched yesterday. <laughs> okay. So uh,
1: all right, you got what on Damian Williams? I'm, I'll give him a C minus. I'm a little too.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go D plus for now. I think he'll. I think it's very possible he ends up a C. Uh, you look at the last two weeks, 12 for 125. One of them was on a huge 91 yard. I mean, 91 of those 125 yards came on one play, and that was the touchdown he scored. Uh, last week, 19 for 77. That's much better. If he gives you 19 for 77, that's good. But the problem is you lost a fumble in that game too. So that's an issue. So I am right. no, when you look at the game log, I don't see how he's a C yet. Okay. Leonard Fournette. Uh, I got a B on him. <sighs> this is tough. This is a tough one for me. I, because I've been so negative on Leonard Fournette, but I don't think, I feel like he's an A minus. I do because of what he's done in the passing game this year. You know, his ability or the receptions have gone way up. That's not something people were anticipating. I understand the, the touchdowns have not been as prolific as one might hope, but Man, the consistency and and what he's done in the receiving game. I think you look at that, and I think it changes a little bit of the perspective of what you see out of him. Because I did not expect him to catch. I mean, he basically averages five catches a game. That's that's great. Not that's,
1: yeah, no, he did in the first half. I I think he's done catching balls now that Foles is back. But you're right. Absolutely. Well, let's just look at the first half of what he did. You're right. Based he's got eleven
0: on hundred. He's got more than eleven hundred all purpose yards. And yeah, he, you're, you're right. Than, I probably should give, should give him a B plus. The but, fact uh, that he's got eleven hundred, only one touchdown is shocking to me. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah. All right, uh Juju was a
1: second round pick in every draft. And um I gave him a D plus because I added the plus there because he has had two good games this year. <laughs> he's had two <laughs> like, like he's had two games where if you played them, you probably won. And I can't give an F
0: or a D to that. I I I at least he's helped you twice. But that's it. That's all he's done. It's it's kind of crazy. I mean he's When you just look at the number of catches, too, I mean, six, five, three, three, seven, one, five, three, three. I mean, that's that's a problem when you look at the game log. But yeah, I mean, two good weeks. Okay, woohoo, maybe three if you want to give him that one week on uh, October 6th against Baltimore. But uh, would you give him D plus? I'll sign off on the D plus. That's okay. I'll sign up on D plus.
1: Uh, Kelsey, I gave a B. Uh, I feel like he's not. He didn't, he's not going to grade out as high as anybody
0: drafted him, but still way above a lot of the other tight ends. Most of them, 80% of them. Yeah, I think B. I think a strong B. I mean, look, basically, this is a guy, too, catching six and a half balls per game when you look at the the game log. Uh, in terms of receiving, he's probably around 80 in that range. If you look at the average, he's at 741 mm-hmm. total for the year, 56 catches. So after 10 games, you're probably looking at like an 85 catch thousand yard season and hopefully you get a little bit more from the touchdown and i think that that's the problem the three touchdowns is not what people expected people probably thought by week 10 oh Oh, these six touchdowns so Mm -hmm. you're half there so b but he might finish b plus a minus with a strong finish here from the uh from the uh patrick mahomes led kansas city chiefs all right uh, after week three mike evans was an f and now he's an (laughs) a
1: and now he's an a i think right his exactly. tummy hurt
0: week one and two. Don't you remember? You know that? what? I'm
1: going to give a minus to Mike Evans. I'm going to throw a minus on there to him. Because he miss. was
0: sick? Because he had the
1: runs? Whatever it is. He, he, he had the, the runs overall, on the, the Sunday. I'm going a minus.
0: Okay. By the way, do you remember who that first game was against? Just I don't, What happen. does it
1: matter? I'm looking at the stats. That's all I okay. care about. And here's but what I care remember? about. If I had Mike Evans as my wide receiver one in fantasy football mm. after week three, I may have been one and two or oh and three. Do you remember?
0: Do who that first game was against for Mike Evans. I have no idea. It was against the 49ers. Does that change your opinion now? No, nothing changes. I look at the stats right now really? where we're at. Yeah. Uh, but I, going it, back at the beginning of the season, did we think the 49ers were going to be even remotely close to what they are now? We're playing no, the result, but we play. What I'm saying is <clears throat> when we go back and look, we go, okay, if this game happened in week eight, after he just had, it doesn't matter. That's right. The, the, stats facts are, are the stats. You could give him whatever grade you what want. You, giving I wasn't sure if you realize I'm going to give him an A. Because okay, I think everybody's been bad for the most part against San Francisco. So I want to give him this hard A. No minus there for him. Plus, he was ill. And then he had to come back on the Thursday night and play. And he was ill there. And then he's finally healthy again. 8 for 190. 4 for 89. 9 for 96. 11 for 198. 12 for 180. 4 for 182. He's got seven touchdowns on the year. That's a that's that's an A. No a minus. minuses. A minus. Keenan Allen, uh, I give a D.
1: It was an Ugh. A, an A minus, a B, a B minus, a C, a C minus. I think we're down to D now.
0: I feel like Keenan Allen is the kid who started off as a really good student and then he discovered girls and then he just stopped doing it's his homework. Like, sounds like a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you feel like that's kind of like, it's like, uh, yes, Mr. Mish, I have my homework in on time. I can't wait for that test on Friday. And then, you know, all of a sudden he got a girlfriend and the next thing you know, he's like smoking. In the bathroom, and he's got a leather jacket and he's out there cutting class, and you know, he's cool. He's hanging out under the bleachers. Yeah, that's a that kind of tells the story of Keenan Allen, but eight for uh, eight for 68 and a touchdown last week. So I think maybe things are starting to turn back around. Yeah,
1: I got a D. Amari Cooper, A. Is there any other discussion that needs to be had unless we put a
0: plus at the end? Uh, no, I think A is good. I'm I'm reserving a plus for the Dalvin Cooks of the world. Okay, fine. Uh, Antonio Brown, <laughs> the, evil, the evil genius. <laughs> is there worse
1: than F that we can
0: get? This is, this is great. Antonio Brown gets the worst grade of all time in fantasy. Football How football. grateful are you for the mileage I give you when I say something stupid? Like, that's got to be like, to love that. that. That was the uh,
1: I mean, I, look, you don't say stupid things all the time. But that was that was your
0: worst take of the year so far. That, we've, fair. that was fair. Yeah, that was that was fair. just an awful In all fairness, in all fairness, at the time, any take that gets you off the Raiders onto the Patriots and still get. And I think that's what ruined you, man. I think that had it had Antonio Brown
1: gone from Oakland to San Francisco, you would not have gone off the deep end like you did because it was the Patriots. Your
0: homerism came in. It took you over. And that's where you got. You got killed. But but also also the fantasy homerism of, oh, my God, as a fantasy owner, you're going to upgrade from Derek Carr to Tom Brady. You're going to put one I, of the I, I great know, quarterbacks of all time was, with but, one of the great receivers of all time. For most people, it was obvious that there was a problem with the, the last guy, the last time that. Right. But the last time that happened, it was 50 touchdowns for Tom Brady. And uh, how many did not, Randy not with lunacy, Not with the. No, you're right. You're right. On. He got there. Everything seemed like it was all done. And then no, not the really. <laughs> well, I did. You, we did not know. When he was with the Raiders about the sexual assault things, yeah, but had he, but but had he still
1: not gone crazy? Even he still he's he tried to sell, he tried to give away his his game pass for the Patriots. He still he's still crazy, man. Oh yeah, well he if he, he, had, his if he deleted week, his account, Joe, and has and had gone away right after he was released from the Patriots. I would tell
0: you, I think he'd be in the NFL. I think he'd be playing again, but he just doesn't well, stop. Yeah, he he doesn't stop. know why right. stop. You're right. You're right. At the time where I said it, I absolutely 100% believe it. And now looking back on it unfortunately i was a hundred percent wrong so there you go wow that's f. the first f uh, not the let's, first let's, is that a first i said like three a hundred percent sean to start clicking these when i say all right I'm
1: listen wrong. the last two i don't know why you don't have Diggs in here i thought he was a second round pick in every draft maybe I'm, uh, uh look it was between
0: better. hilton Diggs, and Thielen. basically you had your okay, pick so, here so hilton so if you want so to all just three, do those we do all got three. we
1: got one minute i'll give okay. hilton a c minus agreed i'll give uh Diggs a d minus
0: no, yes. he's had a couple and weeks. And I'll wait, give, one Thielen week.
1: a, uh, give Thielen a C.
0: That's a bias because you own Diggs and you were hating life for the right. six weeks. You're and that's not right. fair. He uh, sucks. But th- and then you benched him and then he went off. He, uh, he <laughs> sucks. I will give all three nothing of them all year. C's. What a disaster Diggs has been. I the give last, all three the of them. last two I weeks what? without Thielen? Give me a C plus for what? Adam oh, okay, Thielen. Adam okay, Thielen. You cannot give a C plus to Diggs. Easy. I didn't. Easy there, killer. No mercy rule here. Uh, 15 seconds. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. uh, T.Y. Hilton C minus. I will give Stefan Diggs C minus and I will give C plus to Adam Thielen because he's missed a couple weeks now. It was a B minus, but now he's missing time. It's a C plus. All right. Coming up next, heads or tails?
1: Geno Smith tells the story. Don't go away.
0: Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pisapia,
1: And welcome back as we close out the hour here on FST. Interesting story from the Monday night football game as Geno Smith always creating controversy. Geno Smith, the former Jets quarterback, I believe he was on the Giants for a cup of coffee, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you're uh, correct. Uh, now... Where's Geno Smith? Seattle? Okay. So he's the backup to Russell Wilson. And he ended up on Monday night, I guess, in the, was it the overtime? Yeah. Ended up uh, on the coin flip calling heads. And some controversy ensued, Joe, where the referees didn't necessarily hear him. And then after the fact, they questioned Diggs. This must have been yesterday, I'm assuming, in the locker room on Monday. or uh, Yeah, because yesterday's uh, Tuesday's a no day in the NFL. Or maybe actually they did because they have a bye week. So I'm all over the place. Either way, uh, Diggs basically or Diggs. Psh, Gino Smith.
0: <laughs> Gino. Can't it. He's in I the am. Kitchen, I'm bro. so Diggs shook. He's in uh, your head. Gino okay.
1: Smith said that he, he wanted to call heads because it, it was tails at the beginning of the game. And he figured that that was the way to go, according to math. Now, look, I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to rip. This must be like betting. You just bet heads, tails. I'm not going to rip Geno Smith for this, but I would ask you, Joe, after all these years, and we had a controversy at the top of the show where we talked about the Houston Astros using technology in order to steal signs. Is there a better way than the coin flip at this point? Yeah. yeah I mean, absolute... why, why
0: are we still doing coin flips well, after all well, these years? Well, why are we using a coin that's like a standard kind of coin? Here, Here's here's the thing I don't understand. Why can't – and I, and I, this happened at a game, and I don't remember what the game was, but I saw it, and I remember talking about it on the Black Book podcast with my guys – and I said, why isn't this everywhere? And what they did was they had a coin. It was a commemorative coin for the game. And I think it was for the Super Bowl last year, actually. And one side was one team. And the other side was another team. Yeah, that makes more sense. Why OK, not? this is the simplest concept in the world. Right? Totally you just agree. went, Yeah. OK, here you go. So you don't have to call diddly squat. You come out to the middle of the field. The guy holds it up, th- thing up there. It's a 50 50 shot. Last time I checked, if anything, he flips the thing up in the air and whatever team lands first. That's what it is. Then think about this. Think about after the game, you could take that coin and auction off for charity after every game and it would raise money for. I don't know ALS or raise money for uh, concussions or raise money for something. Totally and, agree. And you could do this for every playoff game, every all these things. Imagine like people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for these stupid coins and say, "Oh, look at that! I got the coin from that incredible game from that well, whatever."
1: Even, I don't. That's that's a little bit of a high number, but again, you know, to get five grand for a for Super Bowl
0: coin. for some of these people, you yeah, not, nah, some of
1: these, not for the Super Bowl too much. Look, even if it raised ten grand, exactly, that's that's a fair number, yeah.
0: 10 grand for, I don't know, for uh, domestic violence uh, issues. You know, like, let's look at some of the ills of the NFL. Let's try to cure some of those things, right? Let's give back a little bit. Take that. There you go. It's a very easy thing. One coin's got one helmet on it from one team. One coin's got the other. The referee comes to the middle, flips it in the air. Whatever one goes up, it goes up. Then they'll start to complain, well, it shouldn't be that one up. It should be the other one up. Here's how you solve that. The home team, whoever the home team starts with their helmet up facing the sky. That's it. Boom. That's the rule. And however it lands, it lands. There you go. You take all of the questioning out of it. It
1: makes no sense the way that they still do this. Uh, Should they I was thinking of changing it to they uh, should they pick a number one through ten? No, because that's nonsense, too, because someone could, you know, unless you write that number down.
0: Yes. Write it, write it down. Keep on going until they find it. How about rock, paper, scissors? (laughs) I love a good let me tell you, a good game of rock, paper, scissors would be tremendous. I would like that slap fighting thing where the guy has to stand there and slap the other guy as hard as possible. And then the other team gets to slap the other guy as hard as possible. Now that would be fun. Like, could you imagine like my guy Puna from uh <laughs> from Seattle getting out there with all that 5'11", 311 frame? Why not? Just slapping somebody across the face. I'm game for that. Now that's entertainment. I, I, I just, want to see.
1: I I don't I mean your idea is very simple and clean and, and they can it's produce simple, these coins and clean. they could produce these coins at the beginning of the year. You don't even have to wait. Like you, no, bring you know bring the Here you are, here you are. We're gonna flip it, see who gets it. Look, you could let the team decide if they want to, you know, get the kick or defer and all that like that. It I get But easiest but why not? Just, you're, you're right. There should be no calling of this whatsoever. I've solved
0: it. I'm going to put this out on the Twitter machine this afternoon. We'll see what Twitter likes about it. I, I mean, I, I, I'm I, trying I to find the hole in this idea. theory. Where's the whole? No,
1: there, there's none. OK, uh, real quick, a minute on this, because this is like hours and hours of hot take spew radio that I don't want to do, but I do just want to touch on it uh, on Colin Kaepernick, who is is now getting a workout, I guess, on Saturday for the NFL uh i'll give you my opinion joe you can give yours and then let's move on from this which is obviously colin kaepernick was blackballed from the nfl i think we can agree on that obviously colin kaepernick uh, was good enough to be a backup quarterback and be signed by somebody in the nfl clearly that is the case that has never happened uh whether or not he could start and still be good in the nfl even years ago i don't know the answer there were other quarterbacks who were not as good as him i think we're obviously all aware of these sort of things but I would like to advance the story to now. Uh, I don't. I don't really understand this Joe because I don't think anything is going to change. I don't think that anybody's going to sign him. I think he's going to have his workout. I think he's still capable. I think he's still going to be a backup in the NFL. I think he should be on a team. If Geno Smith has been on a team all this time, obviously Kaepernick could too. Does some team take the plunge now, Joe, after all this time and 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 bring him in? I, I don't see it. And unfortunately, I think it's over. I think Kaepernick got money off this right for he sued the NFL and won. Yeah. Uh, anything left to add to this, but it is a
0: story. So I know it's a dangerous story too. I know you're going to offend somebody, but whatever. Um, I think it's, if I were him, I would just go out and play in the XFL. That's what I would do. Go out there and prove that you can play. Don't go have workouts and all this stuff. Go out, prove you can still play because I feel like the temptation of you, even if it's inferior talent, you're playing against. If you go out there, some XFL players and stuff like that, you know, to be, so, I approved for Tommy Maddox Tommy Maddox played in the XFL he was the MVP he won the championship next year he was playing wasn't I mean of his deal so I think that's the and everyone looks good in shorts man like I, I don't get that so Yes, I do agree with all the things your narrative of this story, I think, is 100% right. I think you, you nailed it in terms of that's, that's pretty much the story. And there's guys that have done far worse things than the NFL who got far more chances. And um, I don't necessarily can even get on board with the fact he did something wrong. I, don't, I think he's an imperfect guy who is trying to do something for the good. And you could take that for whatever it is. And that's what this country is about. Uh, the workout. I'm just not there with the workout like I just uh, he should have been a backup quarterback, especially last year. We saw some awful backup quarterback play. You, you cannot make big, the argument
1: that he's not good enough to be a backup in the NFL. I agree. That, and that's I think that's why the you know thing. that he obviously was blackballed by. Right. And that's why he won the lawsuit, because it was very clear, obviously. But 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 being a starter, I could fight with that, I that I could. Um, it's very unfortunate for him that he was not able to do it. I simply don't think that any team at this stage with them settling in the NFL, I just I I and, and at this stage of the season, I don't see it happening. I don't know about XFL either. I'm not really sure. And well, I understand. Yeah, I un- I, maybe, maybe that brand. That's,
0: Are you kidding? That'd be a star. It'd be a show. People will be tuning in. What's Colin Kaepernick? Is he? Any I know good but now? the XFL may suck. The CFL is actually good. The, you know, the CFL is really.
1: The, the league that that good players go to and these fake leagues are not man like the fake leagues. So are what do ones- you think he why do you think he didn't go to the CFL?
0: Do you think CFL didn't want to touch him either? No,
1: I think he specifically only wanted to play in the NFL. And I think that that's where he's at. I think it's like a, a, a Joe. See, there's another guy who wouldn't do it the same way. Do You remember his name? His name's Tim Tebow.
0: Wouldn't do it. Mm, that's true. Uh, by the way, since it's in your kitchen, <clears throat> Uh, just doing a little homework here. I'm just curious. Who has more yards on the season? Stefan Diggs or Kenny Galladay? Uh, does it matter? Well, well, I don't what, know. Why are we breaking this up now? You still I want don't to know. burn me on this? I don't want to burn you on this. I told I you to- I don't like
1: Diggs. He drops I the ball. Like he hasn't had a good year. I'm in a fantasy league where I start Lamar Jackson and Brian Hill. I'm, I'm in the top 1% in the entire world starting Brian Hill last week in fantasy. I still lose. Why? He's all or nothing. Stig, Diggs is
0: all or nothing. I'll grant you that. Enough of him. Let's He's move on. He's number eight overall in yardage. In my day. I don't want to talk know about him anymore. Fun. You know what? I have I him do-
1: and Juju. You would have thought at the beginning of the you, year. Oh, my. If I would have told you now. Oh, I Craig, know. You, you're going to have Lamar Jackson. Oh, my gosh. And you have Juju. Oh, my gosh. And you have Diggs. Wow. Hey, you must have been first. Guess what?
0: No. You, you show shamed me yesterday, so I just want to bring up the Stefan Diggs. I don't care. I don't eight, want to yardage. hear about him anymore. Eight, my season is
1: over in this league. I paid $250. Thank goodness I was the leading scorer one time and I got myself like 40 bucks back, but I'm done after. You're last. also
0: going to hate this. He's also number one in uh, in average. <laughs> he's fumbled like crazy. He's, he hasn't been as, he hasn't been what I wanted this year in fantasy. I'm that's not, that's fair. He hasn't been what you wanted, but he's had some games where now when you look at it, you're people are going to oh. go right back to next year. And this is why you have to dig deeper. You can't just say, oh, he had 75 catches and a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. How did he get those? Were they all on four games? Now look, he's had four really good games, but I'm just saying, like the Stephon did. Can we Diggs. can we
1: end yeah. that and move on to what's yeah. even what's even worse? We'll get to Mandalorian what's later. Worse? Okay. Oh, I was gonna say what's worse is we'll, we can't we'll get Mandalorian. to Mandalorian. No, we'll okay. get to that later. Can we talk about the worst uh, uh, 15 second clip ever posted on uh, from an NFL player yesterday? Sure. David Johnson.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, did I tell you? Thing. Hey,
1: did I tell you on I Monday? Know. You, you told gotta me on go Monday. Back, you got to go look at this video of this guy
0: running the ball. You like, told me I, on Monday. And then I, two hours later, Scott you. Bogman on Black Book, when we're doing the podcast, goes, there's a clip. He said, there, I don't know if it's been clipped yet. He's He said, there's a play where it looks like he's basically – trying to walk to freedom it was <laughs> unbelievable
1: that? <laughs> that's that's when i knew joe that it was over yeah. now look it may be his back you're right i'm not sure is that you, it looks the, like it, a back seized up
0: is him. that the injury though that they've been claiming what that him, was no? the injury yeah it's been a back yeah, and now yeah, he's got some he, other things
1: going on too but the you back got, was. The if main you're one. in fantasy you you better ring that alarm as loud as you can to dump this guy in every fantasy keeper league you have and every you could just get anything you can i'm i think he's finished this year i don't think you see him again i think it's drake i think i don't know about Edmonds. what his
0: status is but i would guess drake's the runner and Edmonds is the past Edmonds past. is out this wet this week oh so they have to have david i'm Jones. almost positive he's been he's out for this week as well mm-hmm. unless something drastically changes in the next two days I'll, i uh, we'll see what happens at practice points yeah, yeah I'll, I'll come on
1: next Monday and say I'm 100% wrong. I think David Johnson doesn't get 10 rushing yards next week. This this
0: Sunday, 10. It's uh, it, it doesn't look good. It certainly does not look like a comfortable player right now. So it was, it was oh, <laughs> no, was I was bad. watching that live. I was like, you oh know what I want someone gosh. to do? I want someone to put one. You know how, like, you see all the, the highlight reels where they all have this, like, really, like, Kendrick Lamar kind of cool hip hop music behind him. I want somebody to do that. Like, you know, Uncle am coming <laughs> I'm coming out. And it's just like the slow motion. David of and slow you know what his next carry was a fumble. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, well, it's because his back, I'm telling you, he has no, the no, bot- when the back is bad, everything else goes along. With I feel it. bad yeah. for him. He's a really good guy too. He does all the fantasy shows good guy, and, and good and, and player. And then, yeah. It's, and he, he apologized.
1: Hurt. He was out for the year and, and he apologized to fan. I like him and I feel, I feel bad to, to go in on him a little bit, but man, well, you're he, going in on him because he shouldn't be on the field. And because if he's not be on the field, field- football and, and, and that clip by the way that clip that I'm talking about there's another clip that's going to come out you're going to see after the fumble Kingsbury go over to his offensive coordinator Joe grab him and say something I guarantee was about David Johnson and we didn't see him the rest of the game I guarantee it I get, It it had to be they showed him he was like so pissed Kingsbury like he was like I, I would guess that he said hey I don't want to see him in the game again all right, that'll do it for the first hour. We've got the best of coming up next, and then we'll get into some of the news and notes in hour two. Also, it is time for Waiver Wire Wednesday. Uh, Fantasy Sports Day, we'll be back right after. This. SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty-four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Fantasy sports today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia.
1: Welcome back to fantasy sports today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. Is there a better way than the coin flip at this point?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why why are we still doing coin flips after all these years? Well, why are we using a coin? That's like a standard kind of coin here. Here's, here's the thing I don't understand. Why can't. And I, and I, this happened at a game and I don't remember what the game was, but I saw it. And I remember talking about it on the black book podcast with my guys and I said, why isn't this everywhere? And what they did was they had a coin. It was a commemorative coin for the game. And I think it was for the Super Bowl last year, actually. And one side was one team and the other side was another team. Yeah, that makes more sense. Why okay, not? this is the simplest concept in the world. Right? Like, totally you just agree. went, yeah, okay, here you go. So you don't have to call diddly squat. You come out to the middle of the field. The guy holds it up thing up there. It's a 50-50 shot. Last time I checked, if anything, he flips the thing up in the air, and whatever team lands first, that's what it is. Then think about this. Think about after the game, you could take that coin and auction off for charity after every game, and it would raise money for, I don't know, ALS or raise money for uh, concussions or raise money for something. Totally and- agree. And you could do this for every playoff game, every all these things. Imagine like people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for these stupid coins and say, oh, look at that. I got the coin from that incredible game from that. Well, whatever.
1: Even, I don't That's that's a little bit of a high number. But again, you know, to get five grand for a for Super
0: Bowl coin. for some of these people. You, yeah, not, some nah, of
1: these, not for the Super Bowl. Too
0: Well, even if it raised 10
1: grand. Exactly. That's that's a fair number. Yeah. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Our number two, if you're listening live. Or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio, Craig Mish Fantasy Sports Today.